Green Sense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology, providing a sustainable modular indoor growing system. Visit CEATECHN.com to learn more. Almost a decade ago, Andrew Ross was on our show, and he talked about what was then his controversial new book, Bird on Fire, Lessons from the World's Least Sustainable City, which provides an account of Metropolitan Phoenix's struggle to support a city in the desert. Our guest this week is Heather Murphy, Communication and Public Engagement at the Street Transportation Department Phoenix, to talk about their recent pilot program that is now working to cool the city by making the pavement less hot. Here to tell us more is Heather Murphy. Welcome to Green Sense Show. Hi, I'm very glad to be here, Robert. Did you uh, read the book, Bird on Fire? I have not read the book, but I will add it to my list of things to read. It sounds very interesting. It's about Um, 10 years old, so it's a little dated, and I'm sure the city's done a lot, so we're really happy to have you on the show to hear about some of these sustainable initiatives and specifically to talk about pavement. So tell us about your role and the responsibilities with the city of Phoenix. I work um, as a public information professional, a communications professional assigned to the street transportation department. And our director has a strong focus on innovation. And one of the things that he wanted to bring to the city, again, as part of making Phoenix more sustainable and more livable is this concept of cool pavement. And right away, um, I was really fortunate to see uh, how much interest this would generate by us doing what was then a pilot program and is now part of our permanent street maintenance suite of treatments and um, had the opportunity to kind of get in on the ground floor and walk with the team through the implementation process. No, No pun intended, right? Ground floor? (laughs) <laughs> Truly, yes. And uh, and bring it through to uh, last month, we celebrated 100 miles of cool pavement in the city of Phoenix. Well, let's get into that. Uh, sure. uh, managing a city gets more difficult each year, especially one with a growing population that's located in the desert. You know, issues like housing, energy, water and waste management and transportation become much more complicated and uh, add to urban sprawl and creating an urban heat island. And last time I was in Phoenix, I drove on a highway that had 22 lanes. I counted it. There were 11 in each direction. I think it was 405. I'm not sure. And there was still congestion. So there's a lot of concrete and asphalt in, in the Phoenix area. So tell us why pavement makes cities hotter. Okay, so um, in its simplest terms, and again, I'm not a scientist, so I want to be really clear to your listeners there, um, but in its simplest form, dark asphalt captures and collects and holds on to heat only to release it slowly at night. That's true of any in any material in the built environment. So as you um, are in the city core, the temperature curve kind of looks like this. As you get out to the rural areas, it drops down. And you know, when you're when you're out in the raw desert, um, the sun goes down and then the desert cools off. It's not like that in, in the big city. Plus, 
about 80% of our roads in the city of Phoenix are neighborhood roads. So that's a lot of asphalt where people are recreating, where people are, are driving, jogging, rolling, uh, strolling with their kids, walking their dogs. That is a perfect place to try something like cool pavement, which is an asphalt emulsion. It's an asphalt coating. Um, it's non-toxic and it's water-based and it's applied on top of and bonds to the asphalt underneath of it. So it creates a protective cap and we actually describe it as acting as sunscreen for the road underneath. Um, just like zinc oxide you used to put on your nose if you were a lifeguard or something like that. It has those same protective qualities. Wow, that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, tell us, uh, uh, is there a difference between concrete and asphalt and retaining or giving off the heat? Well, the lighter the surface is, the more light it reflects. We actually, in utilized a team of scientists from Arizona State University to help evaluate this when it was in the pilot stage and continue to do testing now that it's a permanent part of our city uh, street maintenance treatments. So what they found is that averaged out across all day parts, so across the whole 24-hour period, the surface of cool pavement was 10 and a half to 12 degrees cooler than traditional asphalt. The experience of walking on it is very similar to the experience of walking on a concrete sidewalk. Um, and it's actually dries to a color that sort of looks like aged concrete. Do you know how much uh, the asphalt increases the uh, heat in the area? I do not have a scientific answer for okay. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, I but wasn't it is sure a if factor. that was. Yes. And, and okay. so that's that's when you think when you look at our built environment and you figure we have 5000 miles of streets in the city of Phoenix that this department is responsible for. So those are your neighborhood streets, your arterials, your collectors, your main roads. Um, we don't have anything to do with the state highway system. And those highways are uh, are largely concrete and asphalt as well. But when you look at the fact that our neighborhoods, 80% of those 5,000 miles of roads are neighborhood streets, um, and we have an opportunity to apply this coating to the top of them and have that asphalt not collect and retain as much heat. So the asphalt stays cooler. The actual road underneath of the asphalt also stays about five degrees cooler, contributing to less wear and tear on the underlying asphalt. We have a big opportunity here to expand this program and, and we're trying to apply the right treatment to the road at the right time. Um, so we're not treating a brand new road and we're not treating a road that we're going to have to grind up and recycle in a couple of years because it's near the end of its service life. So we're looking for that sweet spot opportunity and applying this. And as we do more and more neighborhoods, we hope that cool pavement is part of the overall picture that helps blunt the rising nighttime temperatures and helps blunt the urban heat island effect in Phoenix. So tell us about the pilot program, the Cool Pavement program. When did it start? How long did it last? And uh, how how many miles of road were paved or coded? Well, we did we did uh, eight neighborhoods and one city park um, as part of the original pilot program, and we put the 
material down and we had intensive scientific study for about a year. In October of 2021, we announced the results of that first year of scientific study and it was so promising um, that we made cool pavement part of our regular suite of street maintenance treatments. It's very, it's a, it's a uh, seal coat. So we use traditional dark asphalt seal coat. Um, this is just a lighter version of it. Um, and it's now part of our permanent program. So we're four years into it. By the end of this paving season, and, and yes, there's a paving season, um, in October, we will have applied about 118 miles of cool pavement to city streets. So that's neighborhood by neighborhood, um, about 27, 28 locations citywide. Uh, who developed the coating? Well, there are a number of manufacturers out there. Um, we are working with a product made by a company called Guard Top. Uh, Guard Top makes this actually at a factory here in Phoenix that they've now made their global sustainability hub. So anybody who buys the same cool pavement that we're using, whether it's Austin, Texas, Avondale, Arizona, Scottsdale, Tempe, some of our neighboring cities, um, they're using it in Dubai. Um, they're uh, Canada, a couple of places in Canada that do not experience our wild summer temperatures are looking at it as well. Um, if they buy the guard top uh, cool seal, they'll be using the same material and it'll be coming from Phoenix. Who is the champion behind this program? I would say everyday Arizona, everyday Phoenicians are champions behind this program because when we announced it, and I'll, I'll just roll back a little bit to uh, kind of where my involvement came in, um, this is going to look really different when you look out your front door. It's light gray. You're used to dark black streets. So from the very beginning, our director was very serious about communicating what this was, why we were doing it. Um, why we were going to study it. And we've continued to do that. So there's extensive community education and outreach that, that we do in advance to, of treating a street with cool pavement. And we have gotten uh, tons of calls from people saying, I want it on my neighborhood. I want it here. Um, and we've also gotten a bunch of calls from other cities and other states and indeed other countries that are looking to use the experience that we've had and we've been very open. You can watch the scientific, uh, what, what we call in the department, the science reveal that we did in October 21 after the first year of study. Um, that is open, all of the data and everything, the locations, we're very open about it because we realize we're innovating this, but we should share that innovation with our friends and neighbors and other government leaders. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, can homeowners or businesses uh, use the same material on their pavement? And does the city provide any incentives or uh, uh, discounts to them? That's a, that's a good question. Right now, our focus has been on treating the city streets that we are responsible to maintain in the street transportation department. Um, could there be a time when the city incentivizes, say, a large car dealership or a shopping center operator to apply this? Um, it's not our right of way, so we can't deploy it there. Um, but 
that could certainly be an option in the future. Most property owners, most homeowners don't have asphalt, driveways, sidewalks, or pool surrounds. They have concrete. So this material doesn't bond to concrete. So it's probably, it's not something that you're likely to see um, in the near future, say at your Home Depot or Lowe's, uh, to pick up a gallon of it and take it home and try it out. Um, however, um, yes, a big shopping mall, for example, could decide to rehabilitate their parking lot and use cool pavement to do it. Certainly, it would have an application there. This is so uh, unique and specific. I'm not sure, but maybe someone should look into the Inflation Reduction Act. There's so much uh, money available there for uh, greenhouse gas and climate change issues that uh, there may be some incentives there to look into. Uh, so we are always we're always <laughs> looking at federal grant opportunities that might lever allow us to leverage our pavement maintenance budget and do more of this perhaps faster. Yes. Um, you said you had about 5,000 miles of roads. How does that rank compared to other cities? Is that a lot in the top 10? Uh, do, do you know? We are the fifth largest city um, by population. I'm not sure how that relates or connects in terms of uh, city street volume, but Definitely a very large amount of area that we cover in the city um, and keeping everything in tip top shape and maintaining it is is part of our regular operations. So the street maintenance budget does have money in it for us to do about 11 uh, cool pavement applications every year. Um, and again, if we can get a hold of some federal grant funding that allows us to double that or triple that, we would be uh, very excited to do that. Is there any key points from the uh, study that you could share with us? Yeah, I, I think um, something that's really interesting and certainly would be interesting to a person who's getting this in their neighborhood is while it's not air conditioning and it's not going to make your property or your neighborhood or your front patio cooler, it is helping to keep that temperature down in terms of the surface temperature. So it is it is helping to blunt that heat island effect. So it's not holding on to and releasing that um, temperature, that heat overnight as, as much as traditional black asphalt. So like I said, in over the course of the 24-hour period, we saw about a 10 to 10 and a half to 12 degree reduction in the temperature of the material on on the surface of the road about five degrees less under the surface of the road subsurface temperature and then um, at about the six foot level a uh, little taller than me um, we saw about a half a degree now the thing that we can't control for is breeze humidity wind shade all those different dynamics so part of our project is to make sure that we're applying cool pavement in all parts of the city because we we have these intense summer storms that you might see pictures of uh, they're really intense lots of rain lightning um, and uh, and thunder they tend to roll through and hit different parts of the city more intensely than others so that's a key part of it too is to see how effective it is in other parts of the city so um and then another next step is really looking at where can we put cool pavement 
where there isn't a lot of shade areas, not a lot of refuge from the sun, um, and see if we can use that, coupled maybe with tree planting and the public right-of-way to create these so-called cool corridors. So that's kind of the direction that Phoenix is headed in. Well, that's uh, fantastic, especially this summer where it's been extremely hot out west. You know, anything you could do to reduce that urban heat island is going to become very important. Um, I imagine uh, dealing with any type of transportation issues, there's a lot of potential liability and rules and regulations. By putting a coating on the surface of the road, tell me, uh, was that a consideration you looked into? Did that impact stopping, increase accidents? Uh, uh, is that something you looked at? We looked at a number of different factors, um, including glare and brightness. Um, we've actually adopted a color that is slightly different from our initial formulation. So it's actually called Phoenix Gray. Um, and it's that mid-gray that looks like um, aged concrete is the best description. Mm -hmm. So concrete curbing, uh, not brand new, that's really bright. So um, it, it approximates that color kind of a, a mid-gray. It is lighter, um, but it it meets all the standards for friction and, and everything. When it first goes down, it it's obviously a big change. It looks very bright. It has a little sheen to it. And over the course of two, three weeks, four weeks, it mellows and, and kind of develops a, a chalky matte finish. Um, but there's grit in it. So it's not like a slick coating that we're putting down if that makes sense. Yes. Well, Heather, uh, I imagine, you know, a desert environment is very extreme and it's probably a great uh, living laboratory to test sustainable solutions like you're doing. So I'm very happy to hear that you're sharing this information with local governments, both, you know, within uh, Arizona and also outside the state. Are there any closing remarks or thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners about the program and what you do? Well, it's definitely a very exciting innovation for the city of Phoenix to explore. We are one of the exciting things that we hope to see in a couple of years is this material lasting longer than its darker seal coat uh, companions. So the exact same stuff in a slightly different formula, lighter color, keeping that core temperature of the asphalt lower, uh, keeping reflecting the sun so it's not taking so much of the sun's abuse. Um, is this material going to last twice as long as other seal coats, comparable seal coats? If so, then you derive a great environmental benefit. You it lasts longer, so your money is well spent. You, your return on investment is greater. And as we use more of it, then hopefully the cost of the material will derive down. So you have a net benefit, even if there was no change to the environmental aspect. So um, it's plus, plus, plus in our view as we see it right now. Um, time will tell because we can't age this material in place in a laboratory. So um, we'll look to see in another, this is our fourth year, so another three, four years, if it's still looking good and lasting like we think it's going to, it's outlasting companion seal coats. Well, Heather, thank you so much for joining us on the Green Sense Show and sharing your solution for cooling the streets of Phoenix. 
Thank you so much, Robert. It was a pleasure. That's Heather Murphy, Communications and Public Engagement at the Street Transportation Department in Phoenix, sharing the results of their Cool Pavement program, which is making the city more sustainable. Visit the GreenSenseShow.com website to learn more about sponsorship. I'm Robert Colangelo. Thank you for listening to GreenSense and check out the GreenSense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on 105.9 FM, WBBM Chicago. GreenSense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology, providing a sustainable modular indoor growing system. Visit ceatechn.com to learn more.